0: Welcome to the Fatty Z Musky Podcast. I'm Andy. To my right is Vance. Across the table, more or less, Vance is in front of Ranger. What's different with Ranger, Vance? He has a raptor hanging from his mouth. You know why I put that in his mouth? Why? Because I had guests here last Saturday. <laughs> oh, right. You wanted to make it look I had nice. to spruce up this joint. Yes. So, uh, I ended up adjusting my mic right now. I ended up putting that trout back in ranger's mouth. Mm-hmm. So really tied the room all together. <laughs> it sure did.
1: <laughs> it doesn't look like a yeah. bomb
0: has gone off in here at all. No, not, not, not in the least bit. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Is that like the only thing you did? You walked in and went, <laughs> yeah. something's wrong. And you put the lure in and we're like, there.
0: Actually, that is what we're it looks ready. like. <laughs> yeah. I, I came in and, and I like now put my better. finger on my lips. And I'm like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I, have to I do I, something.
0: Yeah, I shuffled the carpet remnants around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you picked the lure off the floor and said, "Yes, now people can come in." Mm-hmm. It is
0: complete. It's ready. <laughs> it's ready. <laughs> come in, my guests. Okay. Anyways, that's enough horsing Great. around. I have Todd Young on the phone. If anyone else ever, you know, they probably heard him chime in. So, hi, Todd.
1: How you doing, guys?
0: Ah, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Um,
1: Good. Good to hear from you Yeah,
0: so let's just get through these plugs Alright, Musky products FattyZMusky.com, I have the website uh, I'm weeding it out, I'm getting stuff trickling in about mistakes that I've made But that's alright, I never claim to be perfect uh, This was my first mistake So it is a little humbling Humbling, ooh, second mistake <laughs> But That wasn't your first mistake Yes
2: it was I found one in like two seconds when you said check I was, the I was meaning out. in my life. I was meaning oh, in, oh, in oh, my like life. It was my, yeah. I've done two now. I A yeah. lot of people have checked up I think we've gotten more mistake messages than orders. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's hilarious. I spent yeah. like 20 <laughs> hours doing that. Yeah. By the to, way,
1: it says Gold Repel on two pictures, and one's not Gold Repel. I bet I don't want to buy anything.
0: yeah that's probably what happens they just like this is spam and they (laughs) shut it down it's the first it's gonna
2: it's gonna be perfect
0: i'm getting there i'm getting there not all of the um links to the different products are completely there but the baits are up there project x is not up there i'm working out some of the stuff with the rod holders i'm trying to make it as not confusing as possible but as the ohio show went it does get confusing <laughs> the options of the rod holders yeah mm-hmm. i remember
2: when i checked it out for the first time which it it is a really user friendly uh site and it, i'm ready for the slap in the face no when when i when i uh, when i clicked <laughs> on it ever. to look for uh for uh mistakes i was like andy where's the pictures of all the lures? And he was like, did you read the first sentence? <laughs> because it's, it's the first sentence says click on the picture to basically see the whole, the inventory. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> uh.
0: but, but, you know, I find myself doing that as, as much as any. It's just like, it's a very picture-oriented mm-hmm. society anymore. I mean, look at all the emojis being used. Yeah and and then you you know you you go back and i mean this has been done in memes and stuff but you know the hieroglyphs and stuff is essentially like yeah we gotta dumb this down so anybody can understand this Mm -hmm. so anyways but yeah read the read the little descriptions (laughs) normally the first two sentences give important information (laughs) yeah (laughs) did you read (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) got it now okay so the website's there um That's all I'm going to say about that, except that we'll be at the Musky Max, March 10th and 11th. That's coming up quick.
1: Yes, it is. It will be here shortly, muskymax.com. www.muskymax.com. You can also find them on Facebook. If you go to the site, you can download $1 off coupons for you and anyone else you're taking to the show. So It's just worth a piece of paper, so you might as well go do that, save a buck. I see they have something. If you're local here to Elwood, they do, they're doing something that's you know, test drive a vehicle down at McElwain Chevrolet, one of the sponsors. They always have a couple nice trucks there at the show, test drive a vehicle or something like that, and you get a free you get free uh free admission to the show. So they they, they have a bunch of little things going on. You know they promote the show very well. Uh, don't think there's any boost left now, but uh, hope you, by all means. Come on down if you're in the area. It's worth it. There's a, it's a full show. There's going to be a lot of vendors there. You know, uh, we'd like to see you. We'd like to meet you, and we'd like you to come buy something from us. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, um, uh, it's the bottom line. So these shows are about pick up a Raptor or two or five. You know, a couple rod holders, maybe a Project X to go with it, and uh,
0: book a charter set. too.
1: Yeah, while it'll you're a at. few days on the lake, maybe a week. I mean, why not? You know. <laughs> Let's make this worthwhile. <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> no. It's a good show. stop on down. There's a lot of stuff. Bring your bring your money. There's going to be some people there that uh, you know. This is the only show they do. So.
0: Yeah. So we were talking before the show, and Todd brought up that he's having this sale. That if you book seven days, you get to stay at his camper with him. Oh my! <laughs> In a row. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: It's free stay.
1: Yeah, that's free definitely logic. all yeah. Todd too. You cannot
2: pawn that one off on me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I made that up again.
1: <laughs> well, I, there are some people that can't. Not quite sure who Vance yeah. and Todd are. So that's true. I might just send them to your campground. Those, that's you true. know the old uh,
0: <laughs> the switcheroo.
1: <laughs> the switcheroo. Yeah, come on over. Here's <laughs> the lot number. <laughs> beautiful.
0: That is beautiful.
1: I won't be there for a few days. I'll just have them
0: day. yeah you'll be on your camo yeah. uh life vest jet ski buzz bombing people <laughs>
1: yes yes you're good at that oh little problem with the jet ski gotta get that fixed
0: <laughs> <laughs> now i'm wondering if we uh um, it's gonna be
1: over in andy's shop here shortly
0: oh All so right. this that, that was something real
1: oh my yeah yes it is real yeah i'll be bringing that over <laughs> it's just small. It's only like ten feet long. You can fix it yeah. quick. Yeah. on <laughs> Out the door.
0: I'm gonna be putting a lean to. I'll be putting it next to this 2080 Ranger. That's yeah. Gonna be up a- next to 2080 yeah. and an 1880. Right. Bring I, it all.
1: I think. I think it's just like an exhaust leak.
0: And it's a rivet. It's a
1: ribbon <laughs> from him using it it's too kind of much. Oh my like, gosh, I hope not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's get back on track here. Okay. so talk let about, you know.
1: On, well, I'll keep you updated on I'm. and yeah, th- right. well, I don't even know what kind it is. It's a uh, purple.
0: Okay, I'll get right on the purple okay. brand. Okay, purple, yeah. <laughs> it's a two-stroke. Muddy Creek y'all Fishing y'all y'all Guides. Yeah.
2: Mcfishandguides.com. gives us a call book a charter with us june's filling up faster than we anticipated so if you're thinking about coming out you got a week planned up there get a hold of us we'll take you out fishing todd
0: and myself uh looking forward to it the stay with todd if you book seven continuous days in june Mm -hmm. you get to stay with todd
2: Mm -hmm.
1: he'll put you up
0: i just saved you todd because if if june's like booked up they can't do seven continuous that's true
1: No, you can't get seven continued days with me and Gene
0: now. So that's that sales out the door already. Oh, that's
1: too bad. But if you have anything you need fixed.
0: Yeah. I got a guy. Just
1: I got a guy. I got a guy. In Edinburgh.
0: you know, there was a time that like I would come home and there'd be people's machines in my driveway. Really? Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean I'm not talking like like two, three years ago, like even in high school. Early college, it's just like machines show up. I know who's they are. I'm like, oh, ah yeah. wonder what's broken this time.
1: Why is that quad here? Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. what it's gonna be like here this spring.
0: I I would okay. If it's just a jet ski, that's one thing. I hope it's not okay. the new boat. So, we'll need your garage need... door code. It's very easy. Yes. <laughs> it's,
2: don't don't say it.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say I, okay. you're looking I, I'm
2: not going to say it. It's very easy. <laughs> I know what it is now. I I, I know, you know an easy code on those punch pads
0: is 1234. But that's not it. This is it, zero, 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 0000. No, if 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 I told you the number, you'd be like that's a stupid code. 2468. Until you look at the pad. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. So well. We'll change it when we have all our equipment in here. No, you guys are just taunting with, like, trying to get it out in the open. (laughs) Hey, by the way, Vance's phone number, if you want to talk to him direct. (laughs) No. I'm going to dox you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We do have to get that on the website.
0: My number? No. (laughs) Yeah. No. No. Here's his mailing address. Oh, jeez. Okay. We did MC Fishing Guides. Muskie's Inc. Do we dare go into the early 2000s rap? No. Okay.
2: No. But That, we, was, w- a, that, was, a, that was a flop. Muskie's INC. Nah,
0: that's great.
2: And Todd hated it. I
1: he didn't know what it. we were
0: talking about.
1: I had no idea what you were talking about there for a while. Well. BMXs and...
0: <laughs>
1: DMX.
0: Okay, well, do you know <laughs> what we're talking bad. about with Muskie's Inc.?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, fill me in, because v- uh, Vance will fill you in about DMX and Tupac Shakur. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Muskies INC. Whoop, whoop, baby. Yeah. Whoop, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> Keep going,
2: Todd. <laughs> no, no, no. I did not like rapping Todd. Oh no!
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, Fupa. Let's get. Can we record
2: these plugs so this stuff doesn't happen?
0: No, but this is the beauty of the plugs.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: All right, Muskie's Inc., You know they started out like the whole. They they started the catch and release. Yep. They got. They changed the industry.
1: Most definitely.
0: You know, catch fifty years
1: re- ago, fifty about fifty years, I think uh, Jim said that muskie saint has been around. So uh,
0: that picture of you that we have when you're one year old in Canada, mm-hmm. it was three years later. Those people would shame you.
1: muskies ain't would have. Well, it didn't start that way. There wasn't a lot of like. You, there so there's an annual tournament that you can turn in your. Anyone can turn in a fish. You know, I'm fishing with Andy, and he's a member of Muskie's Inc., and he catches a 38 on Chautauqua. That's how they have the lunge log of, you know, whatever, four, almost 400,000 fish now. Is uh, You know, when you catch your fish, you can go ahead and turn it in, 36 inches or whatever it was. You can give the lake, the county, the state, the lure, and, you know, that, that's where all this data comes from. Well, when it first started, I mean, they still have a kept division. Which a lot of years there's no one, uh, th- there's nothing entered anymore in the kept division. But occasionally, you know, I think people have one die or something, and they go ahead and enter a big one. You know, there 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 used to be a few in there. But back when you look at the early years of the of the club, I mean, it was over. There was way over half the fish were in the. It was the kill division. I mean, it actually just started with a with a uh, an annual tournament, and it turned into a release division and a get- and a harvested division. So, now they have, I mean, there's juniors, you have a hybrid division, you have a fly-fishing division, you have men's, women, uh, you have uh, masters.
0: I'm lobbying for a noodling division. Uh,
1: yeah. they. Uh, I think they started a kid's division that's like, uh, there's a certain age, uh, you know, because right now the youth division is like 18 and under. So last year when Kara caught her big fish, she, she had she was number seven in the nation in the youth division, eighteen years and and younger. But the, the I think she was seven. But the first six were like you know seventeen, eighteen year old boys holding these big fish, and then there's uh, Kara. So they I, I don't know if it's ten and under or what, but they did start like a a younger youth division. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and they give away plaques every year. I mean it's a neat it, it's just a neat thing. You can or you don't have to participate. You know, I did four years, I sent all my fish in, but there's a lot of lot of neat things going on with Muskie's Inc., it's well worth your forty five dollar a year. They have family memberships. Uh you know, the family membership is I'm looking here at the thing. It's forty five. family membership is is like fifty seven I believe. And, uh, you know, that's what I have. Then I can register when my daughter catches them. She likes to, we like to turn her fish in. And then she gets a little certificate or a plaque at the end of the year. But lots of stuff going on with Muskies, Inc. You know, check out your local chapter. And, uh, you know, you can go in unaffiliated. You can join a chapter. You can do it either way. But well worth the money. They do a lot for the industry. They do a lot for muskie fishing. And, uh, you know, they've made some changes, as anything. There has been some things in the past that have turned people off, but, you know, that happens. Yeah,
0: yeah. and we, if anyone's hearing job. this, uh, look up the Jim Evers podcast. It's the, the one that's labeled Muskies, Inc., why join, question uh, mark. Jim Evers was on, and <clears throat> there's some really cool stuff. There's total transparency. They'll talk about the past. They'll talk about the corrections and where they're, going on from here and they got some neat stuff going and uh just check out that podcast that'll explain a lot more in depth uh so like todd says seek out a chapter or just become a member and uh just be a part of it
2: and uh ranger boats and vicks marine vicks sports center in kent ohio uh excellent service todd and i are getting two new rigs from them uh, We're absolutely excited about running them, and we are even more excited that if anything ever hit the fan in those rigs, that it, they would be taken care of uh, by a great company, Vic Sports Center. Their, their customer service is worth uh, it is worth it in itself. They saved me, and uh, I'm super stoked about it, about this, uh, working with them. so. And we're also going to be at, at their uh, their open house, which is on February uh, 23rd and 24th that weekend. Uh, stop out if you're in the area. Come check out the rigs. They've got, of course, Rangers, Starcrafts, and Star Welds. Uh, there's going to be some bass guys there, there's going to be some walleye seminars going on as well. Uh, come check
1: it out. Yeah, we are going to be setting up like a little booth. We're going to have some lures there. We're going to have some rod holders. Uh, you can check things out firsthand if you haven't seen them yet. And maybe that's right near Backyard. You know, it's a little bit different area. You know, over near West Branch Lake or Ravenna area is where it's at. You know, a little bit north of uh, the Columbus show. You know, so, stop in. <laughs> and be good. They feed everybody. They have all kinds of stuff cooking. And why they get such a big crowd, free food.
0: Yeah. Perfect. St. Croix Rods, best rods on earth. Check them out. They make fish and poles from minnows to makos. I just made that up. Nice. That was it's nice. nice. <laughs> that was
1: nice. You're nice. You're, you're you're
0: Yeah, I'm in rare form. You are. You are. So, alright.
1: <coughs> were, were, were you eating gummy fish?
0: I no, I haven't, but I am cherishing my last great value cream soda because that's my last one. Uh, I saved it for this special occasion. Giving it up? I didn't give it up. I just cut back. Oh my! I've replaced it it with heroin. Oh my god! What the hell? I want to see if you're listening. Oh my god! I have not. But (laughs) Vince's eyes got enormous. (laughs) Sometimes you got to take it to the limit.
2: Oh my! Little right. Family
0: Guy moment there. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, right. you guys ready? Let's get into it. Okay, ready? All right. The other day, I was sitting here thinking, and I was saying, if I had to choose between a very, uh, how can I word this right? Mellow, 52-inch fish, nothing great with the story, just blah. Fish hits and just is a wet garbage bag. You put the net down, you scoop it, and it's just like, just jello. There's it, it, nothing. No climactic moment. It's just, oh, I think there's something on here. Versus a 48 that has an epic strike, an epic battle, an absolute perfect pitcher. Like, the best thing you could ask for. So it boils down to a, and I don't even want to word it like this, but I have to, a lower-end trophy fish with all the fixings to make it incredible. Or a, a, by now, you know, a lot of places, standards, a middle-of-the-road trophy fish. In other places, a high-end trophy fish. That's just a blah story
1: hmm
2: well when you put it like that uh, I still would want the 52 Uh, and I also like the ease of that I I think I've touched on it before uh, the anxiety that comes with musky fishing uh, until that fish is in the bag you know, you, you never really come down off of it. But that's when I start to feel like I can calm down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, boom, fish hits. Oh, my God, is it going to stay on? Yada, yada, yada. It's, it's a big one. Jeez. Uh, you know, if it, that's why I picked just kind of that lame duck. 52 coming into the bag. Uh, it just sounds like a nice, simple... Uh, simple catch you know and I like that with that like you know if the drag goes off or it's an insane hit and the thing starts running on you and it comes up and you see it and then you see a hook in the side of its face and you're like oh my god I think it's buried but I don't know it's running on me now I gotta back the drag back yada 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 all that stuff is just like uh really gets your your blood going but you know if that fish gets off you're sick absolutely sick about it uh and if it was a 48 you know it was a four footer and it got off you know i know i would be thinking man i think that one might have i'm not going to say it but it might have been 50 if it got off you know those are those are anxiety things that come in that situation so i don't know i like the ease of just getting a fish in the
0: bag and okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go a little bit deeper here this is how the strike is the lure, is, in the water, but you're like playing on your phone, like like you got a text, and it's just it's just in the water, like the stupid fish that I got, in the in the river, mm-hmm. it's just sitting there, and this fifty two comes up and it's pale because it has like six heartbeats left before it's dead, Shit. and it just ever so delicately bites it and you look down and you're like huh, and you just grab the net and you put it underneath it, it literally took zero paddles of its tail, mm. and you're just like, well. I guess I got the story in like of, like, the laziest fish ever. Man. But versus, you know, let's just say a troll and you're going along, the rod just buckles back, real screaming, fish tail walking. Oh, jeez. I don't
2: know. I mean, Todd, there, you know, there's a, there's a guy that w- won big fish at PMT uh, in, that, in what Andy just described. You know, the guy was, like, basically taking a nap, right, and it hit a rubber bait that was... <laughs> just hanging on the outside. Hanging on the side, yeah. Right?
1: You he said, he said he was done. Just, I mean... Just a rubber bait dangling in the water. They it hit it and they netted it. And I'm I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Vance. I mean, it, that's to me, that's a no-brainer. I mean, I love those great strikes and fish, but, you know, not that we catch them daily during the season, but I've handled a lot of 48-inch fish mm-hmm. over the years. And... Uh, a whole lot, many, many, every season, and uh, I don't always get to handle fifty-two. So I don't. I, I think I'd take the big fish if it's a real fifty-two. Yeah, for sure.
0: Of course, it's real. I, yeah,
1: yes. I
2: said it's real. Yeah, even if it, yes. even if just sure. bites right on the side of the boat. I mean that that guy that did that. I mean, you hear about that. You know, obviously, I people still talk about that. Um. Uh, and they talk about it, and they're just—he hey, wasn't even fishing, you know. But I mean, he gets the last laugh because it counts. It counted, and <laughs> yeah. he won, you know. So,
1: yeah,
2: it worked. You know, so I—I I would go with, I, yeah, I would go with the lazy yeah. fifty-two
1: catch, you know, just because of what it is, It's mm-hmm. because of that number. It's all numbers, you know. How can you feel? It all comes back down to numbers, you know. There's times when it's like you measure one at 49 and a half, and, you know. There is part, at times, I try to not make myself say, darn it. Yeah. You know. Jeez, that was only. Well, <laughs> Even I was it might doing be a 35-pounder, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you did it I No, mean, I did it last, did year, it last year, and it was like, come yeah. on,
0: you know. What yeah.
1: the heck. What do you do? I mean, it's just. I tell you what, there's nothing to say that. There's no reason to feel that way because it's a number, you know. But we do. We do. And that's where it would come to with me there, you know. (laughs) It would be just because of the number.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. I should have specified this. The 52 weighs 21 pounds, and the 48 weighs 50 pounds. That's
1: okay. (laughs) Oh, man. Come You can't just go. No, I did that because
0: I'm going against the grain on this. I want, I love it when, you know, you, you're sitting and let's just say you're working the Raptor and you're jerking, you're jerking, and you just, you, you, you time it, it's not a quick, the strike is quick, but you were kind of already like, something's going to happen here. Big flash of gold, silver hits the bait, you feel it, and you just do like the ultimate ripping hook set, only like the rod tip really doesn't go one way or the other, it just stays in place and the rod's bending all the way at the handle and you know, just that whole feeling of this—that solid hook, just stuff that makes a great story. Got the great photo, and you're yeah. right. In the end, it's just like, dang it, it's a 48. But you're like, that felt good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So that's that's I'm going 48 with the all the elements, the, all the fixins.
1: Mm. Yep. Yeah. Cool.
0: <clears throat> that's me.
1: That does happen. You know that that uh, that's the only reason I say it that way is because that does happen often. You know. We, we get those forty eights and, and we put we some love great them. fights, we and are, I love them
0: we love them we absolutely love that stuff if you They're get your foot hands foot. like in in like the gill plate area and you have someone hold the tail, I've known of a guy that can squeeze like a quarter inch out of mm-hmm. a fourteen and three quarter inch walleye doing this yeah you know they just need a little manipulation, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh pulley pulley. It's yeah. like how I used to like stuff my shoes with socks when I would try to uh when I would go to an amusement park when I was little. Oh my god. To try to get a couple extra inches to uh to be tall enough to ride the roller coasters. Oh jeez. Essentially all we did with, with those walleyes.
0: Yeah, except we didn't do it with socks and roller coasters. Right. But I mean I understand. I was just It was it was harmless. <laughs> the fish was dead anyway. I know.
2: I mean, you, put, you know, it was like flatlined at whatever, like two hundred feet. Literally, like flatlined. Pull the thing
0: up. Medical <laughs> term: flatlined. Them. Yeah. Anyways. we didn't do that. That's, that was a dream. Yeah. Anyway, that was a dream? Mm. All right. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna answer some questions and stuff that we get through, you know, Facebook Messenger, or Facebook Messenger Pages app. Instagram, emails, just some people that, you know, know us, you know, through some form or another. Uh we'll just kinda do some open forum question stuff here and I think we got like three, maybe a few more mm-hmm. that uh we're gonna address. So a little Q and A. My first one that I get I'm sure we've all gotten this, and there there is no right answer. Music in the boat. Music in the boat. I don't have music in the boat. Mhm. And I don't I can't give you a reason why and it's not that I think it scares the fish. Though I also think that they could probably pick up on it. Mhm. But then at the same time, do they pick up on the sonar clicking or the trolling motor going or my plank foot slamming everywhere when I'm running around? Mhm. I don't know.
1: Or the nine nine blasting through, and you have fifteen feet of line out. And there's a lure right behind it. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a big motor running it. You know, I mean, 2,500 I RPMs.
2: Right. Todd rapping, rapping. Todd. Yeah. Rappin
1: Todd. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. When I'm doing that,
2: he can't stop. Yeah.
1: Tapping the side of the boat. <laughs> yo yo baby yo bang. bang. <laughs> Bing bang. <laughs> is this, like the mob? <laughs> yo, yo, baby, <laughs> bing bang. <laughs> I've no experience uh, rapping. I hate listening. I can't. <laughs> no,
0: no one knew that, Todd. Bing <laughs> Bing bang. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay yeah
1: that's my rap banging fish baby that's right, that's right. Bing, bang
2: yeah. yo yo baby bing bang
1: bang and fish baby man if we yeah. ever had a it's little
0: a s- a somebody come through we'd have our own but oh, i'm my. coming
1: out with my records pretty soon
0: that's you, right your records <laughs> i love it available on itunes i'm gonna, I'm gonna
2: bring yeah. us back to this i i don't like <laughs> i don't like music on the boat except
0: prince when we're
2: walleye fishing yeah that that I, but i don't know i just don't like it when we were
1: just trying to keep the, we were trying to stay entertained to keep the bugs from driving us absolutely i know yeah insane yeah that's true i think it
2: attracted them <laughs> yeah and i did like mm-hmm. i did like that i don't andy seemed to really not like prince so that was also funny to that, to watch
1: you know and i was just gonna say i never ne- i i never have i never have the radio on i i don't i've Mine hasn't worked in ten years. I, I don't even know if I ever. Every once in a while, I'll try to catch a game or something or score of a game. Used to, but now you have your phone, so you don't need that anymore. That was right. the only reason I ever had it on was trying to mm-hmm. see who was winning on Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. But I, I just never. You know, it's more when you're trolling. I'm, I'm like, I'm wanting to hear the the drags, or you know, sometimes you can hear the rod creak when you pick up a weed, and I don't know. I just always seem like I'm I'm not concentrating if there's music playing. That's how I, I guys think, yeah. that play it all the time, but <clears> I, I just <throat> I don't I don't.
2: Yeah, and that's just something. I mean, you know, I don't I don't fish with music on casting or trolling. Trolling more because I need to hear everything. Sometimes with the wind even if it's blowing like straight across yeah. your boat, you can't you can't really he- you know, I've I've had that happen and and it's just like and I'm I'm I have a uh, you know wind going in my ears and i it, it takes me a second you know to 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 get up you know so uh i don't know i i don't i don't like music in the boat especially cast and it does distract me now there's people that can like uh read a book while music's playing or study while music's playing i was never one mm-hmm. of those those people because i was trying to stay singularly focused on something and uh
1: I guess there's been times like when I've been was by myself when my radio worked that I would t- turn it on and I probably would do that now. But you know, as, just as Vance was saying, you know, usually when there's two when you're both casting, you're trying to talk to each other, and if you have the radio on, it's hard to mm-hmm. hear. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, you like to you know to keep the conversation going. I d- but, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think anything, about I don't think it bothers fish. You know, that's not d- the reason.
2: I did. Uh, you know. Guided on a lot of Sundays, and some sometimes the the Steeler game would fall on those Sundays, and uh, you know I w- I would was taking people out that were Steeler fans and stuff, and we put the game on, and even that that was even more distracting because I was getting pissed off with what was going on, um,
0: in that it's a game you know, yeah. with
2: that game, more specifically it was that one when they played Chicago and that anthem stuff was going on, and I was just like oh my. F and blah blah yeah. blah. I was like, okay, I can't. Th- I do not sound or look professional right now. I, I have to. We have to turn this
0: off, guys. Do uh, do do our new
1: boats? Are they gonna have radios in them? I, that, no I
0: was waiting for a break to say, do you guys have radios in the new boats? No, I have no
2: clue. I, I we uh, we we opted out of that. We did. Okay, I remember. Did we? Yeah, I th- I'm hmm. pretty sure we did.
1: But I know there was some stuff there, but uh, yeah, you would think that a—you would think they would come with a radio.
0: I know we might have said I, no, no on no, no. that. I mean, realistically, for fifty bucks, you can get a Bluetooth speaker from Amazon, and yeah. just hook it up to your phone and play. I mean, so yeah,
1: I don't know how to do that. To yeah, me. I mean, I could ju- We could. Okay, just play you go to whatever. Amazon.com. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs>
2: but yeah, I—I I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I just. I don't need it, and then you know. Right. I, I guess you could say, is that extra sound messing with the fish? You know, especially if you're casting something boatside and you have like you know, I, like ACDC's blasting. I've seen stuff like that.
0: Thunderstruck.
2: I've heard boats go by with that on and stuff, and oh yeah, I was like Jesus. But I don't think that that really would deter them. But some people are so crazy about that boatside stuff. I mean, I've I've read and heard people say that they are now, like, ducking out of the way to do a figure eight because they're afraid the fish sees them.
0: Yeah. I I mean, so, I don't know. I mean. I wonder if they see that 16 to 22 foot boat that they're right next to. Yeah. I don't know. I I know that, you know, I, I guess there does one incident equal a pattern. If you have a fish come in and you think that you know, with the sun being at the right angle, and your arm movement and all that stuff, mm-hmm. did that make that fish skittishly turn around and leave? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was it? I, I think most everybody who's tried to figure eight with a fish behind them accidentally clink the rod on the gunnel, and that fish turns immediately. I've. You guys ever had that?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it 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 almost was too.
1: Two. I've also heard stories of them following the bait and, and grabbed the head of the trolling motor.
0: I've hit, I'm mm. pretty sure I've hit muskies. And it I'm
1: pretty
0: sure... Sh- yeah. <laughs> just or, or fish in general. I mean, there was one time, and, and there's no way of proving this, because it, it, we were in this little pocket of fish. It was Eric and I. And it, it, they, were, they were pike, though. And we were in the river... And we're going, and then all of a sudden, all these pike just start showing. Like, every cast, one or two or three pike coming up and swiping. We, we ended up catching a couple. And through this drift, I, I leave my trolling motor on. We caught one fish with a big chunk missing out of its back. Mm-hmm. Like, fresh. Mm-hmm. And we're like, it wasn't a musky bite. It wasn't, it was fresh. Like, if you could have found the chunk, you would have thrown it in your mouth and eaten it. Yeah. Sushi style. Yeah. Was that a fish that I hit with the trolling motor? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, um... I would say that I, you know,
2: I would... I just keep the music off for concentration purposes. I don't, you know, and that's it. That's... Yep, me too. I think that it... And that's just me. Like I said, a lot of people can, can do the, you know, have music on and do anything. But I'm I'm just not a music, music guy, so... Uh, I just concentrate better when I'm focusing on just casting and the weed line and depths and all that's enough to for me to yeah. pay attention to. I, it's I w-
1: just it's just just outside. It's it's an outside noise mm-hmm. to me, you know. That I listen to the radio in the car, watch TV at home. You're on the computer listening to stuff, and it's when I'm fishing. I like to be fishing. I just mm-hmm. telling fish stories, talking to the guys. And, uh, or family or whoever you're with, you know, yeah. BS and not. Uh, that. That's the way I've always <coughs> done it, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I guess I'm going to put this on a sliding scale. Besides the fact that I don't have a radio in my boat, I probably, you know, some people have put music on their phones, and I guess when there's a couple guys in the boat, it does distract. But I'm going to say the most distraction I could get out of, a device you know, producing sound waves would be like what Vance was saying, a football game because everything builds on what happened previous. So if you're not paying attention, all of a sudden you're like, how did they get the ball or how did the score change? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, let me look on my phone. <coughs> so that requires my most attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it would probably go to something like a podcast podcast. Then music especially, you know, you could just have it back there for whatever. Hum along to it or what have you. You already know the song. Todd, you got any rap tunes for us? No. Okay. <laughs> and then and then just the sound of silence, which is something I really enjoy.
1: I know that sound. That song.
0: That's a great song. Sing it, Todd.
1: That's a great song.
2: It is. Um Okay. You think we covered I think it's good for music. Yeah, in the boat. Yeah.
1: Go for it. I don't think it's going to distract anything. You mm-hmm. If you want to listen, I don't. Yeah, I just, I just never do it.
0: It's not hurting the fish, but I think it's hurting your concentration. Yeah, it maybe it, yeah. yeah,
2: at least does that for me. Yeah, and you bring up a valid point if you're trying to follow a game, you know, and something changes and then you just are like, how on. many
0: times have you been like, oh my gosh, they're in the red zone and you just yeah. like stop what you're doing. Whether you're doing the dishes, yeah. or you know, doing mm-hmm. some just menial task at home, yeah, if you're on the boat, you're like, okay, I'm sitting out for the next five minutes. I got to see what happens, yeah. And you just sit there and you listen. You're glued <clears throat> to it, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. next one. Are
2: you reading it? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one. This is a a question uh, involving planer boards and baits uh, sent in from a listener. So, um, <coughs> this. Question came from after the uh, Chad Weiss podcast, uh, and we touch base on trolling plugs on boards and whatnot, but uh, the question basically goes, what lures do you generally run on boards? uh, And what lures do you avoid running on boards and why? Uh, This listener just said, I thought I could run whatever on boards, uh, but... Yeah, he says, I thought I I could just run whatever, uh, whenever on boards, um, thinking that a boat rod bait uh, will run the same on a planer board. And when we say planer boards, we're talking about little inlines, uh, inline bait, inline planer boards on on this uh, specific question. Okay. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's that's the first big thing. What kind of boards are you running? How much can you... Put on there, mm-hmm. you know the, those little guys that we're running. You know, uh, I don't even know what the number is. You know, they're, they're, they're just a little birds. offshore yellow board yeah. Offshore, offshore yellow birds or offshore whatever. Yeah, they. uh You know, so, so the thing here, the thing that I look at is, I I, I try to run a blur that does not. The the least hard pulling lure that I'm going to put into the spread is what I'm going to put on that.
2: And why for, And why is that?
1: For numerous reasons. Okay. Because, well, number one, that is going to take that out to the side. If you have a real hard pulling bait on there, it's going to just drag right down back the, behind your boat. And part of the planer board spread is the spread, spreading things out, widening everything up. You know, so I use a lot of the little shad baits or the small Wiley, you know, any small crank baits. We use some uh, some of Leo's baits, some of the smaller Wiley's, some of the, uh, you know, the tough sheds, boss sheds and some of the boss sheds and bakers and all that stuff we run. Some of them pull real hard, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I like to pick the ones that are, you know, light lighter action because it's just going to take it out to the side more for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, not going to drag that planer board back. I mean, if you go to try to go five miles an hour, and you want to put a legend perch bait on there. It might take the thing under. You know, it's not going to ride the waves well either, because it's going to have that back end of that board buried into the water so much.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you can jump the bigger boards, and you can change all that. But even even on a big, you take a hard pulling bait when 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 we do go when I do run my mass system with the big boards out there uh you put let's say a wily fat body or a a, a perch bait on a legend perch bait some of the great big lip it's pulling that line back so far when you're hitting those waves i mean it, it's burying that thing back into the water and coming up now you're going to get some erratic action but uh you gotta remember what that bait's trying to do too if it's jamming back and then getting flown uh forward A lot of the baits won't take that speed. You're taking a bait from nothing to where it's trying to go. Run 10 miles an hour, probably, if you're going five. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you you see them spinning, you know. There's there's, there's baits that, you know, I have 10 baits from the same maker. And they're all the same size. They're all the same everything. But I know in my, I just have it registered in my mind, I cannot put that guy on the board. Because that board is changing speeds a lot, and I know it's going to spin on me, and you're going to see it come out of the water. Mm-hmm. And then another another one from the same maker, I can run it on there. I know Vance, you have you have some bo- some board baits. <laughs> yeah, I have ones that will you know?
2: that run great on boards, and they also run great on the boat. But there's yeah. some from the same maker that they'll run good on on my boat rod. But when I put it out onto the board, it's just not, it's not taking it. It it's, yeah. it's coming out of the water. Uh, things like
1: that happen. Um, Your turn has a lot to do with that. You know, you watch sometimes when you're when you make we make some pretty sharp turns. I I I couldn't even guess how fast that lure on the outside is trying to run when I'm when I'm making a not a you know a. a what I would call a tight turn, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously you don't just turn around, but, you know, you see that thing go fall way back behind and you just see that sword bury and it's flying through the water and you're one of the insides barely running Mm -hmm. at that point. That, that, that is a, you know, you have to have real true to me, they have to be running absolutely perfectly true Mm -hmm. and they have to be able to take the speed.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You, you want something on those boards that is not going to pull it back behind your tra- you know just go straight back behind the transom uh, and mm-hmm. and fumble in that wake you want it to pull out and sp- in and clear the side rod exactly adequately exactly without and, and letting
0: 500 feet of line out
2: and st- yeah and 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 have it stay there uh, yeah that's another thing like if your board is is back in that wake that you're creating at four or five miles an hour you always you want it you want it I don't like it to be in that because it jumps the board occasionally that board can start you know diving and bobbing and things like that and you know there's just there's just too much fiddling around with that you know the last thing you want to do is be monkeying around with your boards trying to you know having to reel it back in put it back out tune the bait you know because you can't fish efficiently if you're doing that you know, you can't you can't drive the boat and concentrate on what's going on in your graph if you're constantly reeling in your boards. So you need to get your lures <coughs> tuned in to these things run great on boards. I'm going to put it out there, and it's going to run, and now I'm going to be able to clear my other rods and just, you know, hopefully the next time I have to worry about that board rod is when there's a fish hit, hit hitting it, you know. You just don't wanna you don't wanna mess with it, you know and, and those things they can cause like foul strikes and mess with your head because you know the the lure's pulling too hard and then all of a sudden it buries the board and you think it was a fish that hit, and you know it just is a bunch of rigmarole so in you know just to keep it simple, something that takes that board all the way out to the sides on you know starboard and port. you do not want it out out the back small lures you know if you're sitting there and you you know just let out three feet of line hold the lure you know if it's pulling down giving you like a lot of resistance do not put that thing on a board you know that's just an e- any e- an easy easy trick with it the small things the tufts the leos the five five-inch jointed Wiley's, the Bakers, Bakers pull pretty hard. Yeah, um, yeah. I
1: mean, bakers but... and Blusheds pull pretty hard, and I and and th- th- those are the ones that I'm talking about. I have a lot of both, mm-hmm. and there's some I know I can put on that board, and there's others yeah. that I know I can't. They when 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 it when I make that turn and it tries to do that speed, mm-hmm. it, they, they just won't take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it. That's the bait. They're wooden baits. Everyone is. A little different mm-hmm. and uh but once you figure you know once you get it figured out in your head you remember i mean it's not that big of a deal if they are coming out of the water on your turn if they go back down but that's where they file, Walker. or they pick up a weed and then you get like as van said you got a real thing in and yeah you know the biggest thing with those little boards is finding your a way you're comfortable with getting it attached because nothing worse than Chasing them around, you know. if You're trying to use a board. To t- uh, Laura's too big, as vance said. It'll bury. You're in some waves. Bam! The next thing you know, the board comes off, and you're back looking for it. Or mm-hmm. you know, yeah. We are using. I don't even know the number of that clip, but man, since someone showed me those a few years back, or 18s Yeah, I clip it hard onto the front. You know, I had it where they would slide down the line on. T- I had it clipped in the front, through a swivel in the back, would slide down the line when you had a fish. It was nice. You never to chase it. You could fight the fish, sort of, but unless you put some big stopper way up above on the leader, you had the board was right down on the fish. Now you're netting the board, the fish, and it was a disaster. Mm-hmm. You know, It's neat when they pop off and you go back and get them, but anytime you have it set like that to pop off, uh, they're going to pop off when fish aren't on there. Mm-hmm. If you don't have your eye on it, you're like okay, so I lost that in the last twenty minutes here, <laughs> yes. and I've lost boards that way, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, just you know, play with your tackle box. You'll you'll be able to figure out which ones will. Yeah,
2: we'll, that's it, like we'll keep it that keeping it simple. You know, put one of the shad baits out there. Do not put the plow out there on your
0: your board. How about some of the most basic. Tune your baits. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. important.
2: I mean, and uh, and I I've, I've done that too. I've tuned the hell out of these things. So, sometimes they just do not mm-hmm. do well on on the board. And I've I've tuned the hell out of them. I've pulled them forward very fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, it's following. It's tracking perfect. I put it out on the board. I make mm-hmm. a turn, a couple waves, yep. and it's it's up. And I, I've done that. And sometimes I've just said, I screw it, and. A fish hit it. Todd, when we were trolling the yeah. one day, we watched the lore come up. We're like, ah, that thing's yeah. screwed up. That's, that thing's screwed up. I don't, We'll get it in a yeah, minute. Yeah, we'll get it.
1: Now that was some erratic action, yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, And, you know, speed has a lot to do with this, too. You know, we troll <clears throat> on the upper end of fast. I mean, I hardly like, am ever going beneath four miles an hour. Spring, summer, fall. Uh... You know, guy, I know guys that are running some pretty large, you know, believers and big baits out there. If they're trolling down to the 2.5 mile an hour range, yeah, you can get away with a lot more there. Mm-hmm. So speed is a big key to everything that we're... It's the reason I run the baits I do, you know. We have... There's lots of baits out there that have caught lots of fish. And guys say, I can't believe you don't have them. And I said, I, I I don't have them in my boat because they're not a... I'm not slowing down my whole... The way I am comfortable fishing, the way I feel like I can catch the most fish every day, I'm not slowing it down for one particular type of lure because they can only take the speeds of three, three, five. Right. That's just my choice. That's the way I fish, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, that's why we run what we're running. It's, mm-hmm. it's, first of all, we know a lot of these guys. They're friends of ours. But second of all, it's because they can take that speed. That's why there's a lot of stuff I just don't have. You know, any bait that they call it a twitch twitch bait for casting, you know. It looks it looks like a trolling bait, but it's not a trolling bait for me because if you have to twitch it while you're you know, to keep it down there, yeah. it's not gonna run at four miles an hour, you know. Right. So
0: now <clears throat> wow. Um Todd, now you've you've talked about in the past, at least to me that you can take a bunch of baits that you have in your boat, go to another person's boat, and they may need tweaked in order to run off their boat.
1: Yes, and I don't understand it.
0: It probably has something to do with the way the water's getting pushed off the hull. Yeah, yeah. It could also be voodoo magic. Hmm. So, where I was... It's
1: also even the side of the boat. I think think when they're tuned, like, let's say I'm running on the passenger side. When I do my test and I pull it, I think when I'm done tuning, I probably have a tune that's with a little bit of a tendency that's running just a little bit out. Because so that's the way I can see.
0: Also, to you compensate, know? the water coming off the hull yes. is disturbed, so it's going to want to have a tendency to maybe push it out mm-hmm. away from mm-hmm. the
1: But then when I throw that bait on the other side, if not, if I throw it on the driver's side, you know, there's times where it's like, why is that bait tracking over towards the boat more you know what i mean and i, I really think it's just because of the way i'm yeah. way you're looking at it when you're tuning
0: mm-hmm. you uh, could have all of them but. yeah it could be a compound of you did a slightest correction to hold it on the one side mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. it's getting pushed the way that it was corrected and it's just it, it amplifies it yes. where i was going with tuning your baits comment a few minutes ago was when it's on a board it doesn't have that weird current mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you tuned it next to the boat.
2: That's true. And uh, I try yeah. to sometimes, like, you know, a lot of the reason is because I have a big spread going, but I will jump up on my casting platform and try to tune them up there because that water is not really being, I'm, I'm kind of up you, you, in you, yeah, front of the you, boat. It's less effective. Of, it's lef- less effective and there's not rods all over the place. So I will
1: tune in that, that area. Um, but so and you, and and you got to remember, what we're doing this especially on these small baits. Sometimes it's every fish. Mm-hmm. You know these mm-hmm. things are have small line ties, little wires coming out, small eye screws, and you know you put a fish in the net, it does a little roll. You know there's some baits I can just keep on throwing back out there, and there's other ones. Every time we catch one, I got a monkey with it just a little bit. You know, so, you, you you know, you check it every every time, you know. Uh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I guess I'll add my little thing before we move on to the last question that we we have time for that we're going to do today. Um, my little thing is, you know, we were talking about the harder pulling baits, and those are typically the downrod baits. And if you were a bird looking down, and let's just say you're looking down on the boat and you have what would look like a V with the bottom of the V being the bow of your boat. The upper, upper legs of the V are the planer boards, like the boards way out there. Mm -hmm. So you got, you got your down rods, the hardest pulling baits I typically put there because I can then run a shorter line to achieve a depth that I'm going after. Because if you're running like a symmetrical spread, generally I have the deepest baits at the boat because then I'll try to cast a planer board on the weed line or on some shallow flats that are clear. And I'll tend to run them a little shallower because I'm more of a first break kind of troller instead of just at like an empty basin, just because where I'm at, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm on a 70 acre lake, I have a whole lot more shoreline to troll than I do the middle 10 acres. Yeah. So, I stagger it like I don't need a lot of line out to get this bait down to, let's just say eight or 10 feet. So then I just let the rod holder and the rod and the reel take all the abuse. Then on my out rod, it could be a harder pulling bait, but it it tends to not be as much of a harder pulling bait. But um, I can run it a little bit further back. And that's kind of like the midpoint of those legs of that V. And then the planer boards out there, sometimes I'll run just a handful of feet off that. Because I know I'm going to swing it over some of the deeper weeds that aren't at the surface, and I don't want to have cleaning planer boards suck. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh-huh. By far the worst.
0: So that's that's what I tend to do, and that's where Todd and Vance have talked about many times. You put a not very hard pulling bait; it's going to stay shallow. You can put five, six, seven, ten. You can put a hundred feet behind the board if you want, but if you want to keep it shallow, you know that's that's tend to be. Shallower baits, shallower running baits, pull with less resistance. Mm-hmm. So that's my summation. Well put. Okay, we get some boga questions once in a while, and it kind of comes down to there's two sizes of bogas. Which one and why? Geared for muskies, yes. The sixty pound or the thirty
2: pounder. Yeah. Really. They make a fifteen pounder, I think, too. And Boga yeah, makes a 15 mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they have a small one.
0: Okay, I didn't even what for bluegill? They used to.
1: Mm. They used to. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's for the you know, for the
0: uh, For the guy
1: that ocean, can't lip a ocean bass. Fishing. Ocean fishing. Ocean fishing, I fishing think, mostly, you know what I right, mean? That's what they were stuff. really created for. Yeah.
0: Okay, I didn't know there was a fifteen pounder. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I know there used to be. Okay. Yeah, so 15, 30, and sixty. I have both. I have a thirty-pound boga. I have the sixty-pound boga. I use them both uh, for different, different things. This the smaller one. If they're all if they're hooked up real bad, the smaller one, meaning the thirty-pound one, it has a little bit narrower uh, gripper section. Uh, it does. It will a little hole in their lip at times you know so oh my the big gosh one, those hooks the,
0: probably don't do that do the, yeah they? they don't do
1: that no no the, the the bigger one is like is is uh it's wider and if it's all hooked up and i can't get in there sometimes you can't get <laughs> you can't get that thing in because it's you know if their mouth is sort of wired shut so i have both i have an extension on my Thirty, uh, we put them on instantly so the hooks didn't go back into the back of your hand when you're down there with your hand. But that's something that I'm just used to, <laughs> used to doing. But <clears throat> I don't think there's any problem with boat with either of them. You know, it's nice handling the big, the, the bigger fish. You know, it, we're just trying to get a hold of them down in the net. And uh, you know, as I've said, out of my other boat, I can't I can't reach the water when I have one in the net. I cannot. I'll fall in i'll fall out of the boat (laughs) you know you almost have to use something to get its head up towards you And lots of times i'm just lifting it a little bit to get my hand under the gill whatever but uh, yeah i mean that that's all personal you know that's the biggest difference that i see in the two is the the actual gripper on them the smaller one is much easier to get into the mouth the bigger one is sort of flattened out the 60 pound one and sometimes it can be hard to get that thing on their jaw. Yeah,
2: I, I would. But the 60-pound the one out of the gates without the extender uh, is a little bit. You have a little bit more room for play than the 30-pound mm-hmm. one.
1: Uh, yeah. a little, the handle's a little longer there,
2: yeah. Yeah, and that's why I opted to get the 60-pound one, just so I would have a couple more inches to stay out of the way of of the hooks, if it's uh, if I use it, you know, if I need to use it, I don't them, even know
1: what they're, they're, they're like pretty pricey anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, mine are mine are old,
2: yeah, they're I've I, had I, them a long time, yeah, they're they're like uh, 250, 260, 270. Yeah. I've seen them for, you know,
1: that is use your lanyard,
0: yeah, or put a big foam buoy on it,
1: yeah, I've I, I, I done that, but.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because that is a death sentence if you do drop it. Oh my! Yeah. I no. mean, your wife will kill you <laughs> if she found out you <laughs> set two hundred fifty dollars down at the bottom of the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that... Rod leash it to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: put a, a lanyard, it That thing would still sink with that lanyard on there. No, like you you put it around your wrist. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about putting a little floaty on it.
0: I mean, I've seen them where they have, like, the big styrofoam. Not, like, the yeah, key that, floaty. that gets in the way. It gets in the way, yeah. but it's going to come oh, yeah. home with you.
2: hmm hmm
0: I mean, like, I, I think, you know, I've I've said it. I have the 30-pound, and I have, where, like, the lanyard goes, a just a piece of nylon rope with a carabiner on it. When I bank yank, mm-hmm. I keep it in my little tackle bag, and when it's time, I'll just snap it onto my belt loop. Mm-hmm. And it's like a free hand. If I have to like, okay, fish, this is a mess. I got to drop you for a second, regroup. I'm not worried about it. Okay, is he on the boga? Is You know, this, just a lot of stuff. Because sometimes when you're on the bank and you're on, you know, it's February, it's mud. Mm -hmm. And okay, either I go in or I'm just going to let this fish go for a few seconds. I can just let everything go. And he's still attached to me. He's not going to pull me in. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, you know, that's just something I do to ensure that it comes home with me. Yes, I do care a little bit about the fish, but really I want my boga to come home with me. Yeah. So I, I like the thirty for its size because it's smaller. For the same reason Vance likes the sixty for its size because it's bigger. Yeah.
2: But th- that It's a lot of monkeying around in the net and whatnot, you know. That's why I wish I had the extender, you know. We have to make that.
0: Uh, uh, we'll, we'll put it on the list after. I got a 2080 coming through here. I got a jet ski, it sounds like. An 1880s coming uh-huh. through, yeah. I got yeah, I got an 1880. Bunch of Project X's people want built. Yes. Reels. The works. Yeah. I got to build a deck on my house. Mm, beautiful. But that's going to that's gonna be a long time. Mm-hmm. I'll try to work on it let's get through the musky you, max
1: musky max yes
0: what is that again
1: musky max march 10 and 11 and we're going to do another little plug here that we sort of missed That uh and it's also going to be a question that someone people are asking me you know we talk often about Wiley lures you're not seeing dale at many shows uh people say where can i get some of these you know there's very few places that uh, that he's, he doesn't sell the stores Dale's been making stores now for like 40 years 35 40 years something like that and uh, there's a local place here by our our, our uh, here in Western PA O'Donnell sports shop. I was in there the other day. Uh, he has maybe a dozen or so right now uh, that's about it but Dale will be at the Muskie Max so bring your money and show up get there early if you want the first pick of the colors and uh that's a great way to get a hold of some wileys. we do use them all the time been using them for years they're hard bait to get you know ebay you can pick them up there but he makes a great lure uh that we use There's, there's always some wileys in my spread absolutely you know they've been around a long time but they're still working So, he's going to be at the Muskie Max on the 10th and 11th. Check out the Muskie Max. Download your $1 off coupon. Come down. See us. And the many other people that will be there. Lots of places to book trips and lots of baits to buy some great-looking lures at that show. Absolutely.
2: Uh, And thanks Ranger Boats and Vicks Sports Center Check them out. Come check us out there and they're open house on uh weekend of February twenty third. It's uh you're gonna be putting on some seminars there, walleye, bass. Of course, uh we will be there. Uh, check them out if you're in the market, Rangers, Starcraft, Star Welds, uh, and great customer service. They're fishermen. Just like you and me. Mm-hmm. And uh, St. Croix Rods, best on earth. Check them out. We use them. Great warranty on those as well.
0: Muskie's Inc.
1: Creek fishing guides. MC Fishing Guides? mcfishingguides.com. Give us a call. We'll get you booked in.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Muskie's Inc. Yes. Yo-yo. Yo-yo. Six feet underground. Bing bang. BMX. <laughs>
2: BMX. <laughs> MC Hammer.
0: MC Hammer. <laughs> oh, my God. MC Hammer. How about Vanilla Ice? Is that a cool rapper? Oh, that's, a good, yeah,
1: that's Yeah, he's cool. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In that's Fat really AZ
2: Muskie cool. Products. Check, Check out it. the website. Tell yes. me
0: what I did wrong. See if I can make my third mistake in my life. <laughs> that's it. We're good. We're good there. Everyone... Have you, have you seen a lot of this stuff and I'm I'm gonna go on a little bit here. All the stuff of these cars going through the ice on lakes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's like every lake doing it. Obviously it's not because anytime a car goes through the lake, they're gonna put it on Facebook. hmm I I would be a little nervous even with like two or three foot of ice to drive my car out yeah. there. Yeah, I I wouldn't put the car out
2: there. Oh.
0: I'll put a little hut out there and then drag it back on the sled.
2: You see those videos. People are towing the hut out there, and then all of a sudden everything's gone, you know. Yeah.
0: And and some of these things that I'm seeing popping up on Facebook could be two or three years old. But even still, it's your car, and it's a lake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get driving out there. Some of them lakes are huge, and it's better to do it in a car because it sure beats walking. But goodness gracious, don't push it. I mean, be safe out on that ice. Remember that big iceberg, and I think we talked about this, like out by Cleveland a couple, five mm-hmm. years ago? There might have been like, uh, <clears throat> the numbers, the details are going to be wrong, but the story is going to hold a, a sliver of truth. There was a big ice shelf off of Cleveland on Lake Erie that people were crossing to go out there and, you know, to Ice Fish Lake Erie, and they had like a pallet as a bridge to, to get over this little section of open water by the shore, well, the, like, the wind shifted and pushed the whole iceberg out. It was enormous. Oh my. And they had yeah. to, like, rescue, like, 50 or 100 people and the four-wheelers and yeah. stuff were on it. Oh, my. Yep. And they left them. Yeah, because what else are you going to do?
1: It, it was people only, yeah. yeah. That's happened lots of times in Lake Erie. It yeah. happened to me on Presque Isle. I've only ice fished there a couple times. <laughs> but, I mean, <clears throat> the wind shifted. We just walked right on from Presque Isle and walked out. And when, when we went out fishing and here... We went back and there was lots of ice but we were 20 feet from shore oh my
0: cannonball yeah
1: yeah i mean we just walked back in i mean i didn't even get wet up to my but yeah if it happens on the main lake those guys went back and they they were you know you'd think you would notice when you were checking your depths like wow how can it just keep getting deeper i'm in the same hole yeah I mean, yeah, it's (laughs) something's going on here. I
0: mean, but this was like enormous, like miles of ice that started floating out into open sea. And as soon as you'd know that it's starting to move, it's too late. Yeah, Yeah. because if if, if, if a pallet covers it, Mm -hmm. so let's just say a pallet's four foot, so you had a three foot gap because you're going to want some overlap for your bridge. If it moves three feet, I don't think there's many ice fishermen in full gear that can do the long jump over six foot. Yeah. No. If it moves five feet, ten feet. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you'd be like, hey, throw a rope. Let's see if we can pull this thing back, which I bet you yeah. you probably could after, you know, minutes of, of, of like, holding on to it. I mean, but Yeah. it's crazy. Be safe out there. and. Uh, Perch are worth it. They are. Good luck fishing.